morning, good evening, good afternoon to wherever you are in the world listening to another episode of the Baram You podcast. How are you guys? It's currently 4.45, quarter to five in the morning on a Sunday V. What is the date? 23rd of January. The days are just flying in already. We're almost into February. It feels like only just yesterday it was... I mean, I'm still writing 2022 at my work. Um, it's crazy how time flies. But anyway, how's your weekend been? Uh, for me, it's been quite quiet. Um, Saturday... Uh, what did I do Saturday? Saturday was quite a nice day. Watched the football, watched my team win 5-0 in the cup. And then went into town to meet the wife from work. And we had a nice meal. We went for some Vietnamese pho. P-H-O, if anyone doesn't know what pho is. I didn't know until I met the wife. It's some uh, Vietnamese soup. A bit like ramen. Big, huge bowl. And some of the most amazing spring rolls that I'd ever had in my life. Honestly, amazing. So we'll definitely be going back there. Um, and today, I've just stayed in the night shift mode all weekend. Um, to be honest, last night was quite enjoyable. Uh, I've been... For all you guys out there that are familiar with Podbean, which is, I know a lot of people that follow me and listen to my content, they will know because I've met a lot of them from that app. Um, Podbean, if you don't already know, if you consume podcasts, you, you most likely use uh, like um, iTunes or, or Spotify or Heart Radio. I've heard a lot of people anchor, but Podbean was the one for me back in the day that I first joined. And it's a, a really great community of people that have live shows, but um there was a guy that that randomly came up and started doing like news article debates where he would have call-ins and such a great show uh, because he had the ability and I'm still learning this stuff I'd love to get to that stage where he was hooked up simulcast I hear it's called where he could literally take call-ins from loads of platforms like he was saying oh over on Podbeam we've got the caller bar I'm you or over on uh, Castbox, over on Callin, over on Stereo, he he could call all these like these people could call in, and he would just, I assume, press a button, and they would be in there. And I thought it was such a professional show, but the issue was he was a very very hardcore liberal leftist, and he was quite condescending, and um, it rubbed me up the wrong way at the time. And I don't know if he knows that. If he if he ever does watch this, I might send this to him. Um, it, it, we had a little bit of a Barney for my first experience with him. But, again, with these people, I do respect them. If they know their stuff and they're educated, I, I do like to test myself against them. So, um, for a long time, he disappeared. I don't think he was doing shows on Podbean. And then I can't remember what it was, but I ended up on his Discord. And I'm, I'm now subscribed to his channel on Discord, which is a free service. He does do Patreon. But um, a lot of his shows are really interesting. And last night, uh, around about, maybe, no, maybe not, but about 2, 3 in the morning, he began a show and it was about what tonight, what I'm going to speak to you about very lightly. I haven't really gone into depth, although last night was, I think it was about a three and a half, four hour podcast all about this. And uh, I'm hoping that he is able to send me if he's willing to. I don't know if he, if he likes to do those things, but I'd really love to to you know, stick an intro on it and, and publish it on my feed because again it, it's it's something that we're all going to be seeing and it's it was educational he, he really did have um 
well, he did a demonstration. He had a couple of people on that knew a lot more about it than than him and I. Um, but it was a really good podcast. It, like I say, four hours. I think it was eight o'clock in the morning. I went to bed. Uh, as I say, I'm 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 sticking into the night shift mode through the weekend because I'm night shift again tomorrow evening. So it makes sense to just stay in that routine. Um, so yeah, as I say, I'm I'm hoping that he sends the episode over to me so I can publish it for you guys because I, I felt I was quite proud of myself the way I conducted myself, the way I spoke, which is uncommon because as you guys could probably already tell for those that have stuck by me I'm a I'm a blithering idiot at times sometimes I can't get my words out or I say stupid things uh, they don't make sense I'll get better I will get better I think reading and I know you've heard me harp on I think reading would would help and I haven't been a reader uh, I've got a couple of books in fact I did uh, I did tell you guys I, I nipped in by a political bookstore uh, nearby my my house one day with with Green Sunrise Paul Quinn, and uh, I picked up the uh, the Communist Manifesto, and I did put a funny little post on my Instagram saying, "Don't worry, guys, I'm not turning into a leftist. I just feel, you know, what we're seeing. I strongly believe is. I mean, we already kind of are the UK. I mean, it was funny yesterday. Lee, the guy I'm talking about, he called the UK a socialist country. We're not, but we kind of are. Um, you know, I always I harp on about the wages. I think that's the biggest telltale sign if you're if you're communist or not or socialist is when when you're a tradesman, you know, plumber, joiner, welder, such as myself, and you can get the same wages as someone working in Asda and Morrison's and all these supermarkets. It, it, it's basically socialism, communism, and a lot of our. I mean, the NHS is a socialist uh, program, and uh, we're we're going to be talking a little bit about that as well. The episode that I did with Jester, uh, please start watching those. We're, we're going to be recording again every first of first Wednesday of the month and publishing it on every first Saturday of the month. And those shows are going to be more mainstreamy, although we'll put our own spin on it. What's going on in the world today in the UK and America, and you know, crossing crossing over the, the news so that his people over there can hear what's going on in my country, and I can also share what's going on over there with you guys. So. Um, yeah, so uh, the show is Lee News Debate, and he simulcasts across loads of platforms. So just look up uh, Lee News Debate on YouTube, uh, Castbox, all these places. Just just pretty much everywhere. He he is everywhere. Or as I, as I always say, I'm free to to contact uh, Instagram. I have I I do have a Discord, but I don't really run it. Um, I'm thinking about doing a Patreon because I'm getting more. Um, more common, more frequent. I'm I'm doing more shows, and I'm starting to come around to that. Especially after what we're about to talk about today, you'll see what I'm what I'm meaning. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I don't like asking for 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 money for for content. But after what I'm about to dis- discuss with you, and passive income is always a bonus. And at the end of the day, I've said this before, like. People who do arts and crafts at home, knit, sew, embroider, um, create stained glass projects, things like that. My wife sent all that stuff, and they charge for their product. This is my product. I'm I'm researching all day, every day, pretty much listening to podcasts, taking notes, and and trying to put my own spin on what's what's going to happen and, and what is happening in past and current events. And if you enjoy that, uh, you know, and you have a spare dollar or two. 
you know, people are really kind and, and as much as the media won't won't put that message across, there are really kind people in here that value people such as myself. So um, I, I am thinking about doing it. Uh, might just start off with like the buy me a, buy me a coffee type thing. Um, I don't know about like setting tiers because that's what I don't like. I don't like having to set a tier and say that you must sign up, you know, one month, uh, one payment a month. Um, I like it to be free and, and as much as you want, you know, just if it's a one-time fee or whatever. But I think with Patreon, it's like, I think the, the minimum tier is four, four pounds a month, four dollars a month, whatever it is. And it's like a reincurring every every month payment. And I, I know that's sometimes too much for a lot of people. Um, but I like to have that option. I should really have had that option. So um, stay tuned for that, guys. Um, so today's show, I've got a, a quick video. I think it's four or five minutes long to discuss what this is. Chat GPT. Now, there is a backstory to this, uh, which is quite, it's quite uh, interesting. So I was in work um, maybe two weeks ago on day shift and I was walking around to the clock in machine to sign on to a job and it was uh, on a break. I will preface that it was on a break and my boss and uh, a few of the painter department guys were, were all gathered around talking about this app. Now I'm not sure, so don't, don't quote me on this, but I'm not sure if it's chat GPT that he had, uh, but and, and after last night's podcast with Lee News Debate and the guys, they didn't think it was because my boss is telling me that he's paying £20 a month for this app on his phone and it and it's AI and it basically works the same way that chat GPT does. So the example, they, when they showed me, he was saying that he had asked it to create a poem or a song about beer and pizza and lo and behold, there in front of our eyes it started typing line after line after line verse chorus the lot and i mean i'm a bit underwhelmed because i kind of know this kind of stuff's coming but i'm like okay okay and then uh so we got chatting and then eventually he he pulled me to the side and says come on i'll i'll talk to you around the uh the welding bay so he's showing me the app and he's saying look this is the way forward this is uh, what's going to be happening very soon it's already in in full flow in some companies um uh no no sorry he didn't say that part but he said that basically our jobs as we know it i mean i'm a welder i, I i'm a cnc welder i do the i'm a lazy welder i do the programming of the machine and then uh, cladding the inside of valves bonnets and things so i am a i am a uh, basically i program the machine so it would do away with that and it, and it would obviously work hand in hand with uh, the 3D printing type robotics that uh, I believe, or as I go on to tell you the story, you're not allowed to say the word welding anymore with this new process. So welding will be a thing of the past when it comes to my, my line of work. So um, it was just a five minute conversation. He was telling me about who invested in it, uh, Microsoft, and I can't remember the exact company, and that's the part I will have to 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 get back on. But I'll do more shows about this um, once I get to know a bit more. This is just a, a kind of teaser uh, to kind of this is an educational video on how it works and what it can do. Um, so anyway, that was that. And then the next day, I had a witness, an inspector, and in. it comes in quite frequently. And uh, we got chatting. I was telling him about this app, and he he told me that oh yeah. 
it's in full flow. There's a lot of companies here in Scotland that he is uh, frequenting. He's done the course. He's done the, the night course or, or whatever it was to get qualified in the technology and learning all about how it works. And now he's literally going into companies and training them up, training up the welders, training up the whoever it is that the, the company have assigned to work these robotic machines and, and obviously the, the AI programming that can basically instead of yeah, i mean the old days um i mean for people that know what i'm talking about with forgings getting a big forging of metal um in a furnace and the big block of metal then it comes to us we have machinists that will skim it all down make it into a shape bore holes in it make ring grooves make ports make you know holes drilled holes and then it would come to us we would clad it put a layer of ink and or stainless or whatever it is on there and then back to the machinist, they would take a skim and make it look all shiny and and new, and then put it out. And this these are to service the you know the oil and gas industry, and because obviously with with carbon steel it, it rusts it erodes, um, but when you put inconel a layer of inconel over all the surfaces, it uh, it won't or it'll last a lot longer. Um, and basically this is this is going to be a thing of the past because now what you're finding is they can three D print. Uh, the the valve the bonnet whatever the component is straight out of the uh, you know 3d print it with all the the ring grooves and bores and all that in it already in it now the issue that he said is that um, when the 3d printer makes this valve with some ring grooves and bores in it it's actually taking longer for the machinist to you know true it up or 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 take its position uh, and and recut all these uh, obviously make them all smooth and shiny for you guys that, that don't know uh, what I'm talking about, just to make them all properly sized. Um, it's actually harder for them. So what they're doing is they're just uh, creating um, creating the component, but not putting in the ring grooves and valves and things, uh, sorry, holes and all that. So the machinist would basically machine it out, but there's no need for welding. So uh, it's, it's scary. I mean, I, scary times and and uh for me it it comes down to like jobs like there's already a huge a, a number of unemployed in in the uk and america and all over the world there's unemployment and this is going to do with away with a lot of jobs um, and this was one of the biggest things that, that lee and uh, well it was just lee he was kind of pushing back because he was uh i mean the attitude he was showing for me was was horrendous but i'll let you guys decide that for yourself but um, it, there was no empathy from Lee. This was a, you know, we we have to do this. This is this is good for humanity. This is good for the world. This is progression. Whereas I was kind of the the alarmist view that he said. But I was, if, if he does, I'm really. I mean, I can send you guys the link. Anyone that's interested to hear that conversation, um, you, you guys can can find out for yourselves. But I was proven right at every every step of the way. The more and more the conversation went on, the guys that were coming on that were as I say, more knowledgeable about this this program, this AI, they were they were proving me right at every corner, and it ended up, you know, it became a kind of a a joke where I was like, guys, who's got the the tinfoil hat now? You know, I was I was being called an alarmist, and by the end of it, one of the callers was saying that this will be earth earth shattering and it'll change the way we live forever. Um, so. Without further ado, I know I've harped on, but I think it, it does need some backstory. And uh, we'll watch the video. I might pause it in between because 
I, I made sure that I, I didn't watch this. I haven't watched it yet. I've, I've watched about the first 20, 30 seconds and I saw the reviews and all that and the questions in there. So I'm hoping this is a good one, but I might pause it now and again just to, you know, reiterate things or, or pose some questions to you guys that might know more about this than me. So here we go. Uh, it's, it's happening, happening fast. With Don't let the doubters fool you. Artificial intelligence is going to change everything and it's happening fast. Within the next few months, if you're not using AI in your work and business, you might be at risk of being left behind. In this video, I'll explain what ChatGPT is, show you how to access and use it, and give you some examples of its potential impact. Let's dive in. So what is ChatGPT and why is it causing such a stir online? ChatGPT is this new AI-powered chatbot that was released by OpenAI. It's causing a lot of buzz because it can talk to humans like a real person. It can explain things, remember previous conversations, and even apologize if it makes a mistake. A lot of people are finding it really helpful to help them learn new concepts or even just to make their emails look more professional. But on the flip side, there are some ethical concerns surrounding ChatGPT because it's being used for things like writing essays for school and messaging on online dating sites. What you might not know is that ChatGPT is actually based on an earlier model called GPT-3, which came out in June 2020. The main difference between the two is that ChatGPT is more geared towards chatting and conversation, while GPT-3 is a more general purpose and powerful AI model. Basically, ChatGPT is like a scaled down, more specialized version of GPT-3. So while ChatGPT is definitely impressive, what we are seeing is only a fraction of what it's capable of doing. That can be either an exciting or scary thought, depending on how you look at it. So how exactly does ChatGPT work? Well, it's pretty similar to other AI out there. It was trained using a huge database of information from the web. OpenAI doesn't reveal exactly what data was used for training, but we know it was probably a wide range of sources like web crawlings, Wikipedia, Reddit, and more. It's important to note that ChatGPT is not connected to the internet. It can only respond based on what it learned during training. That's why if you ask it something like, what time is it, it won't be able to give you an accurate answer. But don't worry, it's still a powerful tool with many awesome uses and I'll show you some of the best ones in this video. So how do you access ChatGPT? All you have to do is head on over to chat.openai.com and click the sign up button. I'll leave a link in the description if you want to save some time. And the best part, it's completely free to sign up, no credit card required. Just make sure you have your email and phone handy because some countries may require a text message confirmation. Once you get access using ChatGPT is super easy. Type in a prompt in the big text box and hit enter. Just like that, it will generate a response for you. And the cool thing is that it's not just limited to writing content. It can also give you recipe suggestions, relationship advice, and even write code for you. Keep in mind that it's still a work in progress. It's not perfect, but just think about where it will be in a year or two years or even five or 10 years from now. Okay, so now that we know what ChatGPT is and how it works, let's talk about the potential impact it could have. One really cool thing about it is that businesses can use the API to incorporate it into their operations. This means that pretty much any business can use it, and that's why it has the potential to be such a game changer. It's not just a tool for individuals, it's something that companies can use to streamline their processes and improve their services. One area where ChatGPT could have a significant impact is in customer service. Chatbots powered by ChatGPT could potentially replace human customer service representatives, providing quick and accurate responses to customer inquiries around the clock. This could lead to cost savings for businesses and a more efficient customer service experience for users. 
ChatGPT could also revolutionize the way we interact with virtual assistants. Currently, virtual assistants like Siri and Alexa are limited by their inability to understand the context of a conversation and provide relevant responses. ChatGPT could change that, allowing for more natural and productive conversations with virtual assistants. But the potential uses don't stop there. It could also be used in language translation, allowing for real-time translation of conversations between individuals speaking different languages. It could also be used in education, providing personalized language learning experiences for students. Overall, the potential impact of ChatGPT is vast and varied. Its ability to understand and interpret the context of a conversation sets it apart from other models and opens up a world of possibilities. So, are we all going to be replaced by AI? Well, it's not quite that simple. Sure, AI can do some pretty amazing things, but it still needs human operators to make it work and use the things it creates. My advice is to get up to speed and make it a priority this year to learn about artificial intelligence and how it can be used in your field. Be one of the people to ride the AI wave. It could take you places you never thought possible. If you want more examples of how you... So, <laughs> I mean, so many questions. Some of them I asked last night on that episode. Um, some of them I felt, you know, unanswered. Uh, again, I, I do think that this chat GPT is, is not the full article yet but as as that person there just said in fact i should probably finish the video to give them credit and uh, that was kind of two seconds can you use chat gpt click this video and check out my other content thanks for watching don't let the okay i'll give credit to them in the in the description because that was uh very informative um other than doing a demonstration uh but i mean there was on the screen there at the time um for me this is like the the bitcoin to the the final goal with with the digital currency you know for me i've never got into uh, any of these uh you know bitcoins and lithiums and all those ethereum sorry uh because i know it's it's like a it's like a beta to the to the main goal this is what they do they give you things to get you used to it and then they hit you with the real thing because we're, to go from, from A to Z, you need to go steps. And for me, this is what this is. So everyone will be, oh, how cool is this? It'll be the next gadget, the next thing. Everyone will be having fun with it. Um, you heard it there. Like, I mean, even my boss right, getting a song written. So that was one of my main questions was, this is creating new content never seen before. It's using all the, da the data that from, from, let's say, when the inception of the internet happened, what was it, in like 2000? Till now, all our data that we've all put into the internet, and this is what they were all warning you about, all the data, all the data harvesting, you know, when you type in about, uh, need a light bulb for the kitchen, and the next thing you're getting adverts on your phone with light bulbs for your kitchen, all that data harvesting has all gone into this system and created this super computer AI chat GBT. Uh, and this is this is it. Like it, it worries me because I I didn't think it was so soon. I, I honestly thought maybe when I was, you know, another 10, 15, 20 years before we see anything like this. But this is it guys. This is uh you know I don't want to get straight to the to the alarmist views, but this is like the the conspiracy theories about like Terminator and AI robots and and all that and and taking over the world this is it this is the start of it 
Um, and again, as, as you know, if you've listened to me, the technology, there's a, a lot of people believe this, and it's a well-known saying out there that what we have, the government and the, you know, the people in the know, they're 50 years ahead of us. So when we got mobile phones in the 90s, they had the technology to give us mobile phones in the 40s. So they say, like, that's the, the general rule. So any of these flaws and faults that they're talking about with, with ChatGBT, you better believe it. They, they're just there just now because they don't want us to have full access or they don't know how it's going to go. And, and that was one of my other theories was that, um, you know, people can use this for nefarious means. And we did kind of discuss that on the show. And uh, ChatGBT, there's been a few articles in newspapers and I, I, I provided one to Lee about someone asking it, um, how, how to create a bomb or how to, you know, certain, how not to pay. I think one of the examples I used was how not to pay a bill, you know, a mobile phone bill or a gas electric bill, how not to pay it. Will, will ChatGBT give you the answer um, with all its infinite knowledge? Uh, the other thing is like the start, we were asking it questions that were quite subjective. And I said, let's, let's ask it a, an objective question like uh, what color is the sky during the day um and and it it doesn't really give you it it kind of gives you sources it gives you a general like the other one was um is there a god and it said pretty much what i said i i believe it was going to say which was if you're a religious person you you will think that if you're an atheist you won't so it's not giving you a yes and it's like that is the authority but that's coming that's obviously one of the the main conspiracy theories that this once it gets to the the most powerful level that that we all see in movies and and can theorize about that there will, will be no need for governments and i think that again leads into all the whole election fraud and the election was stolen that they're all getting us used to the idea that is there need for government anymore then corporations will take over and then this will take over. Like, that's the natural progression. And even just saying that there, like, I got a few comments on that show as well about what do we do then, Bar? Like, do we fight this? Do we stop it? And because uh, it's futile. Like, that. I, whenever I hear that word futile, I always think about Elon Musk on Joe Rogan saying about the, the this is futile. It's quite a scary moment, but he's right. It's like, do we stop it? And, and and I would argue, yeah. When when you sit down around the table and you realise where this could go, and all the warning signs are there, we've all seen the movies. That can happen. There's a real possibility. It's not just made up Hollywood crap. It's real. It can happen. And I mean, just to to kind of clarify that, uh, Lee was actually adamant that this doesn't have emotions. It could never get that. And then one of his callers came on and said that no, no, Lee, I have to correct you there you know how these Apple watches and, and some of these Fitbit watches can tell whether you're happy, whether you're sad, whether your heart rate's up, whether it's down, you can connect those to this AI and it can learn human emotion. And that that's, you know, it's like, huh, okay, let's have a talk about that. But no, no, you know, some people are just, uh, I mean, I, I believe that's an atheistic kind of uh, nihilistic view that, you know, I don't care, this is technology, we need to go in this direction, it's transhumanism, you know, there are, you know, government parties out there that are transhumanistic and uh, pushing for this stuff, and it, it, it does worry me that if our hands, if our futures are in the hands of these people, 
then it is going to look very doom and gloom. Um, and and I, I mean, I apologise. Just to be nice, just to be respectful, that I was kind of putting a dampener on this because I, I didn't want to hijack Lee's show because it was all about, you know, the wonders of ChatGBT and I come along with my pessimistic views about, you know, just little old people and how they're not going to be able to put food on the table and they're going to be out in the streets starving and dying. But yet, these, you know, Lee in particular numerous times says, I don't care. I find it very hard to, you know, take, but, you know, it's not my show. Uh, and and I don't want to just be one of those you know liberal snowflake types that jumps off the call whenever they get offended or or come across someone like that. Um, I, I stood my ground. I I hoped I did a good job, but um, you know, even in the video there, that it's the guy's saying that it's going to create jobs. It's going to create people that all need to work this. How many people though? Because I said like, in my company, let's say there's. 30, 40 office staff and maybe 50, 60 workers, hands-on workers. You could probably half both, if if not more than half, both of those departments. Now, I can only assume that the people that will be trained to, to use this machinery and, and, and program, they won't need as much as that. So you're in a deficit and there's already not enough, you know, jobs to go around. And the jobs that are there are minimum wage, you know, cleaning, um, you know, working in supermarkets. And even that's going to not be there soon because we're already being told that there are Amazon stores opening up that you literally scan your card or, or your wrist or whatever they're going to do and uh, walk in, grab whatever you want, food-wise, drinks, sandwiches, crisps, whatever you want, and then walk out. Meanwhile, above your head, there's cameras that can scan barcodes and and detect when you what you're walking out with and as you walk through the barriers you are you're being charged your 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 card is being money is ta- being taken from it and they're already here in the UK here they're either being built or they're already here so there's jobs there going missing and to hear someone like I mean Lee uh, I don't know him that well I, I respect him because I know he, he's an educated guy and he can talk uh, but to have views like I don't care about people putting food on the table and, and literally starving. And yes, the answer will be UBI. For me, that's not the answer because if you're going to, I mean, hey, I'd be the first to sign up for this if they're going to give us, if the government's going to give us a thousand pounds a week to sit and watch Netflix and go and explore the world and live, you know, the utopian dream of not having to work for, for 50, 60 years of your life and then retire and die, I'm all for it. But you and I both know it's not going to be that way. They're going to give us pittance and we'll all be food rations and eating the junk and the GMOs crap and, and you know, the, the select few of, you know, nepotism and secret societies like Freemasonry all looking out for each other and giving each other the jobs to run this machinery. So people like you and I are going to be fighting for what little jobs there are out there Um it's it's a sad. I hate doing this. I really do. Um, to provide a, a happy silver lining to this is is really difficult for me. It's the same as I've always said throughout all my podcasts that when you know this stuff's coming, you have to prepare. And who better to talk to than Jester from It's Doomsday that I'm starting to do a show with? This has kind of spurred me on to start getting into that mentality. The wife is fully on board 
with with prepping um, storing storing food um, survival awareness because we're going to need it you know it's probably too late to start you know I mean it's not I don't want to go there but I mean growing your own food is a must and unfortunately for most of us we're all in high rise flats because that's the way they built the system um, and, and we can't have gardens and we can't grow our own food it's difficult farmers are having you know sanctions and fines put on them you know they're talking about 3d printed eh, sorry um synthetic meats and things it's just it's a sad sad insects we're all going to be eating insects soon because of climate change it's ah but anyway guys do what you can do like like if you can grow food then do it do it now because there's nothing more important than food actually to to kind of do a a spoiler alert and this this kind of sums up uh, this app for me Lee the first um, demonstration he used was he asked it the best 10 wishes to ask a genie if he was to find a lamp and the first one was money the second one was health and I just thought it's hilarious it was like have all unlimited unlimited money was number one and number two was the the best health and I was like just sums it up sums up for me that money becomes comes before wealth health I mean and then I think about fourth or fifth on the list was uh, to be loved and have good relationships with with all people it's just like the the priorities that are being and now again this is collating all the data from people in the world and that just I mean that just makes it worse that that's the the general feeling from from the people in the world today that money comes before your health um but let me know let me know what you think uh am i an alarmist uh i, I think this is definitely something that the uk are, are talking about i don't know as much i did hear that jester has recorded an, an episode on this on the 4th of january which i will listen to tomorrow um is it rolling out in your country what do you think about it and uh, do you think we should embrace it or do you think we shouldn't do you think we should uh, rise up protest it because I, I, as i say I, I do agree i do think it's 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 futile we're, we're not gonna you know this isn't something that they're gonna stop they're not gonna turn their back on it and say look we've made a mistake we're not gonna roll out this technology anymore it's it's gonna happen and I just think it's hilarious. I mean, it's not. It's not hilarious, but you know what I mean. That this coincides with a pandemic, and also some of the stories you're hearing about China and other countries that there's mass amounts of people dying per day. I don't trust the the population, the figures, the eight million, the eight billion. Sorry, that they say there is in the world. I don't trust it. I think America have fluctuated around the thirty three million. Yeah, sorry, three hundred and thirty million people for 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 years and it's hilarious that that number you all know my feelings about that number but it's it's for me it's rigged no i don't do censuses they, they, they do threaten you if you don't do it you can be fined and all this crap it's, it's a lot of nonsense i don't i don't think they can't they maybe do know through something else uh, but I don't, I don't trust these figures and we'll never know and like i said if that theory going around that china are losing eleven thousand a day extra surplus that that wouldn't be noticeable um that was actually jester that said that that you wouldn't notice that it's not really that big because of the amount of people that live there 
Um, I was just seeing someone sent in a TikTok to my channel tonight of uh, they're now saying that after the flu seasons, it's not being spoken about, but after all the flu seasons that we've had over the, the decades, that there is a stroke season that follows and they've just never addressed it. So this is like that kind of thing. Like when I saw that TikTok, I was, I was like ready to throw my phone. It was one of those moments. I was like, how do people not see through this? How do they not see through it? It's insane that there are like, all these heart attacks, all these strokes, all these things that are happening. Kids are having strokes and heart attacks now. And it's like, they're still just brainwashed by the scientism. That's another thing that me and Lee do, do, do uh, push back on each other a lot about is, is science, trusting the science. He's a very, you know, needs to see data, needs to go to his... Um, his websites and and check the facts and all that and uh, whereas with with conspiracy theory you, you kind of you know that these things are being rigged and and I'll give you a few examples to kind of back up what I'm saying there as I did last night once we got off which was I did make a boo boo and I'll put my hand up to that when when Lee was discussing unemployment is at an all time low in America right now I said well here it's not it's it's really quite high it's the highest I think I said. And that was because during COVID, obviously it was, like there was a lot of people laid off, a lot of people on furlough, and that, and that was obviously a natural thing. And since then, obviously a lot of people has got back into work, but there's also a lot of people that have not. So uh, the, the I believe the uh, of the, the UK population, it says that it's 3.7% are unemployed. So I looked into that and I, I was corrected on the, on the show, and quite rightly so. But then after the show ended, I looked into this. And what it says is, and this is this is this won't shock you, because you know the way the media works and the government works with their stats, very manipulative. Um, that out out of the the population, there are three point seven percent of people unemployed, but they don't include people that are not act actively seeking work. They don't include people that are homeless because they're not obviously signed up to any of these. I mean, I can only assume they're getting their numbers from uh, like job centres. Um, They'll take a uh, you know check in with these job centres and recruitment agencies to see who they have on their lists, um, but they also don't have people that are off sick. They don't have people that have got long term COVID illnesses or vaccine injuries, um, and also don't have uh, what's the other one? People that aren't eco economically, uh, what's the word? Economically active. That's the word. So God knows what they, those are, but. This is what I'm saying. They won't include those. They do this all the time. Another one, just to back up my point, was Barack Obama famously quoted, I think it was one in five women are sexually abused slash raped. And uh, this was a huge thing at the time during his presidency. And now it's, I think it's dropped to 1.4, 1.3. Well, I'm saying dropped as in the number dropped, but it's actually made it more and, and more scary. So I, I looked into this for the abortion show I did on Friendly Differences and... He got that from a um, well-known uh, journalist, woman, I can't remember her name, forgive me, but you can look this up, um, where she went into a school of women and took uh, 3,000 women, surveyed them, and one of the questions on the survey was, have you ever had sex or intercourse under the influence of drugs and alcohol or alcohol? And that's where they get the figure. That's not rape. That's not rape. 
or sexual abuse. But yet they'll put that in there. Fact check me if you want, guys. It's all there. That was one of the questions on the survey. And this is what they do all the time because they don't rely on the sheep, on the people to go and check these art articles. They don't. They know people will just take it and run with it. And then the third one was, I believe, I'm not going to say the country because I don't want to get, you know, well, in fact, I will because I know, I know there is a country. I believe I heard it was New Zealand. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I put my hands up. But New Zealand have seemingly or are going to change the word suicide to accidental death. Now, instantly, you're like, well, you know, why why would they do that? The reason I believe they're doing that is because when a country has a huge amount of suicide, there must be questions asked. The government's job is literally one job to look after us. And when you have a huge amount of suicide, questions should be asked. Now, when you change that to accidental death, it it's, it gives it a whole new meaning. Accidental death to me sounds like someone, um, you know, falling off a cl- off a cliff or shooting themselves and killing themselves on accident. You know, doing accidental things that ends up in them dying, not suicide. And this masks that problem. This is what they do. I've tried to. I mean, I know you guys. If you follow me, you're obviously on the, on board with this stuff, but. For the people out there, like when you're quoting these things, look into them, because because they're very manipulative, very manipulative. They do it all the time with the race stuff, as as I've already covered on uh, Friendly Differences and other shows. Which, by the way, uh, shout out to Friendly Differences. I did see on my my home feed that Solid Blue Sister has restarted that show with uh, another co-host, and all the best to her. Wish her all the best. I. You know, I've always said that. I know I haven't addressed why I left and all that, but I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think I don't want to be disrespectful because I, I I do like Solid Blue and, and uh, there's no hard feelings on my part if she's listening or anyone's listening. Um, I, I really do think that show will do really well if you know the the co-host and, and the the uh, the premise of the show sticks to to what it was. It was just a bit much for for her and I, and uh, I, I stepped down, and uh, as I say, she's recently just started a, a Friendly Differences 2.0, an episode dropped there the other day, I believe, so follow her guys, you know, support her, uh, if, if you liked it, then, uh, you know, no hard feelings on my part, and um, yeah, so again, what do you think about this stuff? Uh, I will be doing more in-depth stuff, I think maybe We'll cover a little bit of it on Jester in, in our episode. Um, if not, I'll, I'll certainly be listening to podcasts and things on this in the next few weeks and we'll maybe do a bit more in depth. But don't for one minute think I'm signing up to this shit because I won't. I'll never do it unless I'm forced to. I mean, forced is a strong word, but if if it if I am one of the lucky ones that gets to keep their job, um, and learn this this technology because I'm all for that. Like if if everyone had that opportunity, you know, it's it's good. The, the issues I have with this is people will starve and and die. There will be jobless people that won't be able to put food on the table for their families, and they will die. Uh, that is definitely going to happen. And to hear people say I don't care, and also the other issue is now again it's not a, it's not a it's not a thing I've kind of went, I've never really gone down the transhumanist Terminator style AI uh, rabbit holes. So I'm not really probably the best person to talk on this, but 
the the whole thing about you know linking your your Apple Apple iWatch to this thing and it can learn human emotions and we all we've all seen Terminator and what the theories and what it can end up doing. I I do believe it, even though again I'm I'm this is an uneducated belief and I know I hold my hands up to that, but I I, I do think it the world will end up going that way eventually, um and and to to have to hear people with a lack of care and and even I mean there's one thing being like Lee with the lack of care but there's also the the beaten uh, the, uh, you know the whole what should we do fight it why why should we, you know the, just the hopelessness attitude of of most people now that's the one that gets me a lot it, it does it, it disheartens me to hear people not care because and again this this is why um a lot of the conspiracy they always push that we are more important than they let us believe they they make us believe we only get one life we only live here for eight years if we're lucky and and that's it and a lot of people just don't want the hassle they want they don't they, they already are hassled enough with work coming home paying bills putting food on the table that they stuff like this they can't they don't have the energy to fight it and that's what you hear a lot it's so disheartening so guys, that's been uh, longer than I thought, but I'm glad I'm glad that I've had the opportunity to sit here and talk to you for for a longer length of time, and uh, I always feel that these kind of shows that you'll get to know me more uh, because a lot of my earlier shows they were kind of monotone and, and robotic and to the point, and it didn't really show my personality. So I know I'm trying to be a little bit a little bit more quieter because it is half past five in the morning. The wife's sleeping in in the next room. Uh, but you know doing these shows uh, I am going to start reaching out to more people to have you know more one-on-ones um, so you know look forward to those and again the the buy me a coffee the the patreon idea let me know what you think about that if you're if you're willing you don't have to commit to anything don't, I don't want you having to say anything like that but if you know of any other platforms out there that are better you know because I, I don't like the fact that they take as I say it's, it's one of the things uh, I know it's capitalism and all that, but it's like we should be able to to you know take a hundred percent of what we deserve. You know, I don't think anyone should have to pay tax and all that. Taxation is theft. There's a show there I could do. I've ranted on about that a few times, but um, yeah, let me know. Let me know. I'm always eager to hear from from my followers, for the people that listen, the 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 few of you that I do. You know, I do, I do appreciate you because. Uh, I just feel like maybe from from my standpoint, I'm not the best at talking. You don't get big long words and and all highfalutin language from me. It's it's pretty down to earth. It's it's uh, I think coming from like a, a childlike belief system, like where you ask questions and you you push back on things. Um, it, it maybe does stands me in good stead, and I hope it does, and I hope I come across in the right way. Um, my bit shoot channel is growing in the last couple of weeks since I've been more. Uh, frequent the i've got 10 more subscribers um again the 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 audio side of things i'm really not doing well in, and i don't know why because uh, i know most people consume uh podcasts through just listening through headphones but my videos do a lot better and uh yeah so anyway guys i'm gonna hit the hay and uh talk to you soon let me know in the comments what you think about this one and uh till next time turn off your tv Bye, guys. Bar and you. Bar and you.
to your greed, your greed, your gladly true. Shape be true, bar you.